Hi, this is Jasmine. Hi, this is Lee, and welcome back to another episode of Boba Podcast. So, today's episode, by highly popular demand, is a lot of story times. Y'all want the tea? We're here to spill it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like definitely Winnie and I have had a lot of crazy experiences in our first couple of quarters in college. And even before, too. Oh, yeah. I feel like the moment we turned 18, like that summer before college, is like when shit just started happening. <laughs> so, before we go into like the real tea and like story times we thought we would just like prep you guys up and just start with some like low-key stories first start with some like prior ones not like as yeah. interesting ones just so, like as a little warm-up before yeah, we get into the real juicy guys. stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> icebreaker yeah for sure just a heads up if you're going to college in your first year have your icebreakers like ready they will yeah. ask you your name your major and interesting fact in that moment everything about you will not seem interesting so have an interesting fact ready it's like at that moment you realize you're a really boring person you have yeah. no hobbies you have no life yeah. dude i feel like every time they ask me to say like an interesting fact that was just the moment i'm like oh shoot my interesting fact is always i can play four instruments but it's not like i can really play four <laughs> instruments one time that like totally backfired on me so like it was in high school and we were doing icebreakers and so for my interesting fact I said I can play two instruments and then the person right after me was like I can play four instruments. <laughs> I was like thanks. I'd probably be that person yeah. that says that right after. Okay it's not like I can actually actually play like I it's like you know back in the day when I used to play violin but I quit that for cello so like I don't know if I could still play cello but I played it for a good amount of years. Mm. And then I have my guitar, and then I played electric bass alongside with guitar because it's, oh. like, similar. But I don't, like, touch electric bass as much. So, like, the two I'm most proficient at is cello and guitar. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, electric bass. Cello. Oh, yeah, that was oh, my orchestra days. Throwbacks. Basically because when I was younger in elementary school, I've always wanted to play violin because mm-hmm. of this one cartoon I saw as a kid called... Okay, I can't... Okay, it's hard for me to say it in the English pronunciation because I always like say in the Cantonese pronunciation but like it's Dora Amon you know that blue cat that has like a pocket that you could pull out inventions from it's like the Japanese cartoon is it Doraemon yes that I can't I don't know why I can't say it in English because I watched it on DVD when it's in Cantonese it's like in Cantonese (laughs) the girl the guy like she played violin so I'm like I want to play violin and then in elementary school in fourth grade they had the option to like for you to learn violin yeah. with a guest teacher that comes in every week. So I played violin for two years. Fucking hated it because of the teacher. He was an ass. Oh, so no. mean. Oh. He made me skip recess once because he's like, you <gasps> Dude, need that's like practice. the worst for an elementary student. Like, you don't take away my recess time. Like, I was so <laughs> mad. So I hated violin. So when I did orchestra in middle school, I was initially gonna do violin. Mm-hmm. But then like the teacher was like, oh, we don't have enough cellos, right? And he was oh. trying to convince like some violins to change the cello. Yeah. 
and I had a friend decided to do cello mm. instead of violin and she convinced me to do cello mm. instead so I'm like oh fine but then I hated it too because my orchestra teacher was so mean oh no dude I feel like just been having really bad experiences with like orchestra yeah. and then like freshman year of high school I did orchestra as my visual and performing arts like yeah. one more year because I'm like oh, let's just suck it up just do one more year and then oh, you're done right you just did one and year I did one year I mean because oh. I don't have space in my schedule to do it for all four years it's not required so I'm like that's true let me just do it one more year and then like <sighs> that orchestra teacher also sucked too oh no you're just having like the worst luck with orchestra teachers yeah dude but I for mean, some reason I always thought you played violin like that was like your main instrument uh, my main I instrument can also see you as a celloist my reasoning for why um, the cello is superior is because we could also play really high melodies but we could also play like the low bass mm-hmm. and we're the only instrument that we cannot play while standing up we always get to sit you guys get the luxury of sitting because <laughs> like, like the violin the viola and the bass you guys yeah. all can stand playing your instrument but like for us we could sit like we need to sit we need to sit like yeah the queen and the king don't stand we sit oh, oh okay just going right into it just going right there <laughs> okay but like it's it's whatever my orchestra yeah. is. i feel like i started playing violin because i saw my brother playing Mm. like there's literally pictures of me like you know how like when you play the violin you need to put like a shoulder rest on and yeah. just put it on your shoulder but there's like a picture of me like of me just like trying to put the violin on without the shoulder rest and you know that looks very awkward it's mm-hmm. just like literally your chin like kind of like pushed up on the chin rest but anyways so I started learning because of him but like I had a lot of like sensitivity to sound like you know how like a lot of people hate the sound of like nails like dragging down oh I hate that. Like that oh my god no I, I you get like chills hear that because yeah. of it yeah so like this you know how, like the violin especially the E string on like fifth mm-hmm. position it's like very high up there and then like when you're first learning it's like very scratchy low key I rarely ever hear anyone like in my orchestra days play the violin when they're playing on the E string that it actually sounds nice. Oh dear, just all right. No, no, okay. It's unless like it's for the students that've been playing violin since they were basically in diapers. It just sounds like screeching because it's so high, and if you can't play in tune, it's like, ooh, (laughs) my ears be bleeding. Yeah, so like for me, like when I first started learning violin, like A, I was out of tune. And then B, like my bow was like all over the place. It was like very scratchy. So like I would get chills every time I played the violin to the point where I was like, shoot, maybe this isn't for me. But then I was so stubborn that like I kept playing it. And then I actually played or I was in the orchestra for all middle school and all high school. Like I played all the way through. And my rebuttal to why the cello is the best instrument <laughs> which i mean the cello is really pretty and stuff but like the violin like especially first violin you get the melody like the orchestra you guys can't play without us like you need oh, speaking from a first violin of course you would say that <laughs> <laughs> no but like i get you like if, if i were to play a different instrument in the orchestra besides violin i would want to start the cello because the cello like it's so pretty like because especially for me, mm-hmm. I don't really like the high notes. Mm-hmm. Like, ironically, because I play the violin, I would want to play the cello because I love, like, what's that middle range called? Like, I think we're still, like, a step below alto, like, because um, I know violas use alto. Oh, wait, we're bass clef, yeah. right? Yeah, we're bass clef. But then, like, the bass use 
an even lower place. Like, they <laughs> use funny. bass club, but, like, theirs is, like, an octave lower. Uh, since I play piano, I can read treble and bass club, but I can't read alto club. Like, I never learned how to read alto club. I never learned how to read any club other than bass club. Because, Wait, like... Don't you play violin? For two years, like, you... I was in fourth and fifth grade. We didn't really learn, <laughs> learn. Like, the, we just learned by numbers. They're, like... Oh, like, first finger, second finger. Yeah, they're, like... D shape. One, two, three. D shape. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, dear. Did you use tape? Yeah, we used tape. <laughs> so it's not like I actually learned how to read the clef. When I actually learned how to read bass clef for cello, I'm like, oh, she's not that bad, right? And then when I like look at my um, friends that play violin, yeah. and I look at their music sheet, I'm like, how the fuck do you read this? Yeah. Because like, Yours is like shifted, right? Because my bass clef makes so much sense on the cello because of the way it's organized on like the lines. Mm. But then, like, yours is, like, shifted that it's, like, a sh- like an open string is not, like, directly on a line. It's, like, in a space, right, sometimes. <laughs> so I'm, like, that don't make no sense to my cello brain. I feel so like I'm- I never, like, thought about all that because I just started playing piano when I was, like, young. So, like, I learned mm-hmm. both of them at the same time. So it just, like, makes sense. But I can totally understand, like, if you're learning from, like, only knowing bass clef perspective, it's kind of, like, what is this different world, right? Yeah. The design of the club itself looks really cool, but I don't want to read it. Like, it's hard to read it. <laughs> Dude, but yeah. I kind of miss, like, orchestra days. Because, like, for my orchestra, we had, like, a lot of out-of-school performances. So we got to miss school. And then we also got to go to, like, amusement parks and perform there. And then afterwards, we got to hang out for the rest of the day. And dude, we actually got to go to California Adventure for free. Like, Yeah, you see, we in NorCal don't get that. Yeah, I kind of miss that. I, I don't really miss, miss it. <laughs> dude, like, <laughs> that one year was enough for me. I feel like as like the vibes of that, where you get to like skip class to like performance, of, like that's like low-key kind of fun. But like the teachers just ruined it. Oh, like your conductor? My man don't even know how to play. Like That's like another common thing. Like I feel like a lot of music conductors, they are conductors for a band and orchestra, but they only know how to play band instruments. Dude, mine didn't even know how to play any instruments. He oh. only knew the piano and the guitar. And then like my <gasps> high school one only knew violin and piano. But then like orchestra was just not it. And it's also because like we didn't really have that good of a budget either. So it's oh, like yeah, that's true. It's, uh, well now that we like you know talked briefly about our high school middle school orchestra experience, <laughs> let's talk about our college experience. Oh yeah. Yeah I feel like our college experiences are not much more mature yeah we're still a bunch of idiots but you know it'd be like that sometimes yeah we're, we're trying out here i feel like most of our experiences come from when we go to the dc to eat like, oh yeah jasmine has this thing called an inkling it's basically like her peter tingle her yeah. spiders that's how like she feels she knows which dc will have better food mm-hmm. that day this one time like we were walking to Segunda, which is the resident area where Jasmine lived. And to get there, we had to walk past another DC called Latitude. Mm-hmm. And we were walking there, right? And while we were walking, Jasmine just like looked into Latitude and she's like, 
wait, there's Shushi. Mm-hmm. And then I, I turned my head and I looked and we, and I, we saw, right? Literally, we started walking backwards, yeah. backpedaling to run. And then we like turned our whole body and did a whole 180 and just like ran into Latitude to get the Sushi because Sushi goes by so fast in Latitude. Like, you literally have to wait in line to get Sushi. And they have, like, a limit. They're like, you go need, like, two plates. And then, like, one plate only has, like, three pieces. Yeah. And, like, while we're talking about latitude, Winnie and I have, like, a whole system. Like, so, like, latitude is, like, a new DC at Davis. And so most of the time, it's pretty packed, especially if you go during, like, lunchtime or dinner time. And so Winnie and I, we're all about that efficiency, right? Like, we want to get our food, eat, and get out, right? And so basically what we, like created with a little system so we first do a little tour around like the dining common to see like what food is out today and then we decide on the menus that we want to eat and then we split and so we'll be like all right you get like the meat and then i'll get like the sushi and then we like we separate and like get two plates of each and then we like group up again so like we don't have to wait twice we can get both food and the time for one so that's our little system that we created especially how like the lines at latitude are extra long because yeah. latitude it's a very different dc compared to the other regular ones because it's a little more fancy mm-hmm. and the food is arguably better than at the times. rest yeah at times so and it's also split up by continents mm-hmm. and countries mm-hmm. So you choose what type of cuisine you want based on like the continents and country. So we'll be like, okay, I'll take care of Europe. You go to Asia. We're all about that efficiency, man. All about that efficiency. Mm -hmm. And the other thing about Latitude is it's a two-story dining common. It fills up pretty quickly, right? So Mm -hmm. we need to hurry up so we can find a seat and like save a seat so we can actually eat. And like only food is served on the first floor. So you can imagine how like packed the lines are. Like the lines on like the first day of open. Oh was so long we got lucky because our class literally ended an hour right after it opened mm-hmm. so we were able to get there when it wasn't like super packed yet, but, but we still had to wait outside yeah it was still went outside long. yeah it was still super long but we managed to get in we got some free chopstick we oh, met yeah. a uc davis youtuber mm-hmm. um it was it was great and, and like the food sushi. that day was like extra good it was so good. Yeah. I feel like the thing about Latitude is a little bit of like a lottery luck kind of thing. Because some days like all the food tastes good and some days it's just kind of like something's off. That's where the inkling comes in. You need to like sense it and you need to be like, you know what? I think it's a good day and then decide where to go. Because sometimes like Tercero's DC is better than Latitude. Like it just mm-hmm. really depends on like A, the menu and B, the luck. Mm-hmm. it's literally one or the other it's like zero or 100 no in yeah. between yeah for sure you know what the best part about latitude is the fact that they have kimchi oh yeah oh my gosh so um you guys probably already know but i'm korean and i i eat kimchi a lot like i even have like a designated kimchi fridge at home right but then once i came up to davis like you know kimchi is not that accessible here unless you like go to like the kramer and buy it but then you have to like store it in like your dorm it's just you know like it's not that easy right so i was like you know going on like no kimchi for like 
the entirety of fall quarter. And then, and then on the first day of latitude, we went in and there was kimchi. And Winnie already knows how happy I was. I was like, there is kimchi. Like, oh my goodness. Her little Korean heart was crying on the inside. Yeah. I was There's happy. Joy. Yeah. And then I taste tested the kimchi and I was like, this is some good kimchi. But it also could have been like, You've been deprived of kimchi for like a while. Yeah, so you're that's like, true, any true. kimchi will do. <laughs> like, I'll take anything. <laughs> no, but like, anything. it was pretty good kimchi, like, I will say, because I'm pretty picky with my kimchi. Well, now, you know, future UC Davis students, if we're able to finally go back on campus, go to Latitude, get some kimchi. Get some kimchi. We had a internship that we did together that oh, we yeah. mentioned back in season one, episode one, where, you know, Jasmine interviewed for that internship and then she screamed in the elevator afterwards. Yep. That internship, that right? Internship. That internship. So we have a group chat for that internship with the interns for that section and with the TA, right? But like the thing with me, I I'm always trying to text Jasmine to ask like where she's at. Like I'm always trying to text Jasmine. But you know how on your phone for Apple, when you search up the name of the person, there could be multiple versions that pop up, whether it's the person itself or it's like the person within a group chat, right? Mm-hmm. I always accidentally click on the group chat ones and I message where you at. Yo, where you at? Like, girl, where you is? And it's always the wrong time. I always accidentally text the group chat and it sucks because I don't know why on my phone it always appears with Jasmine's name first. And even if I don't search up the name and I'm just like scrolling down my list of people, like all my recent messages to look for Jasmine, I see the first Jasmine. I click on it and then I message, but it turns out to be the dang group chat. It's so the wrong it's like, Jasmine. It's the wrong Jasmine. So like this one time I like messaged, yo, where you at? And like, it was a day that our TA was running late too. <laughs> so I'm like... <laughs> It's like it sounds like I'm scolding at the team, like, bruh, where you at? You're late, where are you here? <laughs> and she was just asking me where I was. I saw a text and I was like, oh shoot, Winnie, wrong group chat. And like this happened multiple times within like the Boba Podcast Girls group chat too. Like I accidentally messaged that group chat instead of just directly to Jasmine. Yeah. Because like Winnie and I will be having like a side conversation, but then we would have some like logistical stuff we need to figure out for the podcast. And so both conversations were going at the same time. And I asked like a question on our own text message because we we're having our own conversation. But then she responded to that question to the group chat. And I was like, Winnie wrong text message and she's like oh shoot okay but like i don't know why this only happens specifically with yeah. jasmine i don't know either like anyone else like when i'm messaging anyone else i'm very good at switching back and forth between messages and don't accidentally text like the wrong chat but with jasmine i'm always texting the wrong chat i think it might be because i'm in so many of like different group chats that, like, I just keep popping up, like, here and there. Yes, we talk too much. We, we need some time apart. We, we, yeah, we definitely, we need a break. We're, like, 24-7 always together. So, that was our little warm-up before we get into the really stupid, fun story times. Jasmine, would you like to start? All right, so... Uh, from episode or season one episode seven 
you probably would have already heard that I use these things called jump bikes, which basically is an electric bike that you can use if you scan the QR code. But the problem is like sometimes it's difficult to find these bikes around campus because they're like pretty popular and a lot of people like to ride them around. But one time after a class, uh, Winnie and I like stepped outside and oh my goodness, there was like 20 jump bikes right in front of me. Like they were all parked in like the bike rack area and like, you know, I could just pick whichever bike I wanted. It was just for me to just, you know, feel free to choose, right? And so I was like, oh my gosh, it's my lucky day, right? So Winnie and I, we just like went up to like the bike rack and I was like, you know what? I'm going to choose a bike that's already at my seat level because for these jump bikes, you can adjust the seats because obviously like people from all different like heights are going to be using these bikes. I was like, you know, I'm just going to choose a bike that's already at my seat length. And of course, that bike is the one that was broken you might not know about this but like jump bikes they're electric bikes so it's a lot easier to pedal than normal bikes but that's only if they're working if they're not working these jump bikes are pretty heavy i was biking i was like why is it so hard to pedal and then i realized the jump bike the electric park wasn't actually working and i was like of course I would choose the one bike out of the 20 I could have chosen that was broken. And like, <laughs> Winnie was just cracking up. And oh my gosh, this reminds me, <laughs> while we're talking about bikes, <laughs> my little bike. Winnie had such a cute little bike. It was like a, like a kid's bike almost. It was a kid's bike. Okay. Yeah. It was a tween bike. <laughs> and like my friend and I would always joke or we would sing a little like, BGM for her, the dun 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 every time we rode her bike because it was just really funny. Oh my gosh, I need a moment. So, because like her bike is pretty small, so she needs to pedal like three times faster than like everyone else to keep up. So, if you see her, she's pedaling like crazy, but she's going at like five miles per hour, and it's just the most funniest thing. And then when you add the little like music to it, it's like the most funniest comedic relief ever. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Dude, and we always um, joke about how I need a head start because... <laughs> oh, yeah. Because of how, like, no matter how fast I pedal, I can't ever match the speed of Jasmine and our other friend. And so I, I always start off first, right? But then they eventually catch up. And then yeah. like, that friend is up ahead like first because she has like a regular adult bike yeah. and then jasmine would end up in the middle because she has an electric bike but she doesn't like to pedal like super super fast right? yeah. and then there's me strolling behind so i start off first but I end up yeah it's really funny because like all three of us oh, we must have been such a funny sight but like <laughs> we always gave winnie like a 10 second head start because he knew like we are going to catch up anyways. And by the time we reached the DC, I would have checked probably like three times to just to make sure Winnie's like not lost, like not falling behind. I'm like, is she is she coming? Like just need to make sure she's... And Winnie's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm fine. I would be wheezing by the time I like catch <laughs> up. Once um, we start entering the route to reach into Seguno, that's when I start running out of juice. I'm like tired by then. Yeah. And on like days that it would be super windy, I would be like pushed oh back gosh. by the wind. And I wouldn't even be able to bike as like well. And like I already had to bike extra hard. And then now with the wind, it's like yeah, even, it's even harder. harder. Yeah. <laughs> like we would enter the DC and my friend and I would be like, you know, that was a light workout. And then we just like enter like all cool, right? And then we he's like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. Dude, it was 
a extreme workout. It really was. So like the only time Jasmine finally understood my extreme workout is the time that the bike that she chose did not work. Oh yeah. And then this one time, we swapped bikes just to see what each other's bikes felt like. So when I like rode the jump bike the first time, I was like, bruh, this is so easy. Yeah. And then Jasmine tried riding my bike and she's like, how do you ride this thing? Yeah, okay, because like, I think it's like, especially because of the size of your bike, it's very mm-hmm. hard to pedal because your, your knee comes mm-hmm. all the way up to like your shoulder. You're pedaling. <laughs> so like, it's, it's, it's a struggle trying to make sure like you don't actually or accidentally knee yourself yeah yeah oh oh my gosh while we're talking about bikes um there was this one time the three of us were trying to go to the dc and we were going this different way because there's like you know multiple ways to go to the dc and we were going a route that we usually didn't go to and then <laughs> we were supposed to turn right okay <laughs> but, <laughs> um that actually didn't end up happening so what happened okay you want you want to tell the story because I think it's more better in your perspective. Okay, so so they they said turn right, right? But you know my brain it just didn't register my brain yet because like you know your homegirl was a little zoned out. So like I I kept going fucking straight and I forgot <laughs> we reached the point where we have to turn right. Yeah, so I was on the on the right side mm-hmm. and our other friend was on the left side so when she was trying to turn right i was still going straight so i like rammed into her wheel and, like and we basically just like caused a little bike accident and like it tilted like it shifted her front wheel so yeah. it wasn't straight so she had to like bike at like a weird angle so that her wheel would be straight <laughs> And after that, every time we passed that area, we'd be like, Winnie, turn right. Turn <laughs> right. They're Don't like, forget. right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, bike story is very interesting. But, you know, it's okay. Because yeah. in winter quarter, your girl upgraded to a big boy bike. Oh, yeah. We started calling it a big boy bike. Yeah, because back then, she was, she was so little. She was small. Now, it's a big boy bike. No longer needs the head start. I can bike at a normal speed with everyone now. <laughs> oh my gosh. While we're talking about bikes, like, sorry, Grace, but we're going to bring you into this. <laughs> Grace? Okay, so basically, Winnie had a, a small bike. I had to use a jump bike. And Grace, she had a tractor bike. <laughs> so why we called it a tractor bike was basically because every time she pedaled, it sounded kind of like a tractor was, like, driving past. It was like the, 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 that sound. And so... Something about Grace is that she doesn't really like biking. Like, if she can avoid it, she will like she will avoid biking at all costs. And so her bike right now is having a little slumber party at Davis right now. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a forever slumber party. She just, like, straight up left it there and forgot yeah. about it. Yeah, and <laughs> then she actually even went back to Davis. I was like, did you pick up your bike? And she's like, nah. <laughs> Like he's having a good old time. <laughs> she forgot it multiple times, mind you, when she went back. And I remember this one time, she oh, so we all biked to the library to do work before um going to class, and she left her bike at the library, right? And she forgot to pick it up afterwards. And a couple of days later, I had to go to major counseling like major advising and that was all the way across campus and since it's on the way for us to also pick up grace's bike we walked to the library pick up her bike and just like walked it to my major advising and i um told her oh i could like bike it back 
to our dorm for you because you don't like biking, right? And I don't like walking. Mm-hmm. So while I was biking back, I hated that bike so hard. It's so hard to pedal. Like it felt basically like how when you were pedaling the jump bike that didn't work. It was so hard to push and her seat was like, it wasn't a parallel. It wasn't even to the floor. So it was at a, like a slanted angle. So uh. no matter how you sit, you will always be sliding forward. Uh. And like her bike was so old and rusty. It was making the tractor sound when I was biking. I swear, I got so many stairs. It's like you can hear, you can hear the bike coming. <laughs> I love how, like, there's so many bike-related stories. Like, you know, just Davis things. Just Davis things. It's kind of like how the um the only things that you would see at Davis is you see a couple biking and they're, like, holding hands. Oh, that's such yeah, a Davis that's thing. such a Davis thing. Yeah. You know, walking and holding hands? Nah, that's, that's not how you do it at Davis. Yeah. You bike and hold hands. Hold hands. Yeah, that, that's next level. So, like, holding hands and walking, that's basic. Oh, and like we also have a lot of dorm related stories. Oh, oh yes. Okay. So my dorm story, this is this one's a little bit um what's the word? Gross. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and uh, very unexpected. So when you live on a dorm, you are sharing like the washer and dryer either with like your entire floor or the entire building, depending on which dorm you're living at, right? And so for my dorm, they had two washers and dryers on every floor. And so it was a weekend, and I do my laundry on the weekends. And so I was just lugging my stuff over to the um, washer. And I was like, oh, thank God, there's like a washer open, because that's also a struggle you have to deal with, like trying to get a washer that's open, right? And then I opened it, and then I saw like this white red blob kind of wedged in between like the door and then like the washing area when you open the washer you know there's like a rubbery area that's mm-hmm. like like right under where you like pull out the lint yeah Your so socks like, always get rubbery. stuck yeah. yeah so there was like a reddish white like cotton thing just kind of wedged in there and i was just like oh like maybe it's like a sock because I, I was like a i wasn't wearing my glasses and like b i was kind of like looking at from far away so i was like oh like let me just take it out and then like put my laundry in right so i like looked a little closer and it was it was not a sock it was it was a used tampon and i was like oh my gosh right like it's one thing if it was just a tampon but it was used and that's like a community washer right and i just like looked at that and i was like absolutely not right i am not washing my wash like my clothes there right and so i lugged all my like laundry back into my room and then i was like what am i gonna do right because the other washer was being used and then like i didn't want to use the dryer that the clothes were in from that washer and so i was just like oh, screw it so that day i was washing like my blankets of all things right and so i was like holding all my blankets all my pillows and like strutting over to the elevator and then i went to the third floor and they were all being used of course and then these laundry rooms they're not right where the elevator are it's at the very other side of the hallway and my hallways they're they're pretty long i went all the way to the very end and they were being used and so i was like oh my gosh so i dragged all my stuff 
back and I went to the fourth floor where thankfully like the clothes or the laundry wasn't being used but like after seeing that I was just kind of like that's disgusting like I'd never really want to use that washer ever again but I think the only good thing that came out of that was I got to meet a floor mate and we got to talk and we got to become friends and bond over that incident but after that I was just like to all the listeners listening um please please don't do that (laughs) (laughs) not that like anyone in the right mind and have any like courtesy and respect for others would do that but like if you do do that i'm sorry but you're a piece of shit it's one thing if it was just like your own laundry machine like you know i'm not gonna judge you like you do you right but like the entire floor has to share that like please just be respectful and while we're talking about laundry if you're in a dorm and you guys are sharing laundry machines please set a timer to when your clothes are gonna be done the amount of times i like went in expecting for an empty washer but it was just their clothes were still in there and like it just puts you in an awkward situation because you don't really want to take their clothes out but it's also like you gotta do your laundry so please please a don't put tampons in the washer and b please set a timer I talked about this once in season one, episode six of CT. And like, you know how when someone's laundry is like done, right? Mm. I give them a five minute grace period. Mm. If they don't come pick up their clothes within five minutes, I don't give no fucks. I'm pulling that shit out for you and then I'm using it, especially if nothing else is open. But luckily, I haven't had to do that yet because um, for my building, like how I mentioned back in season one, is we have one laundry room for the entire building. So I have a little more flexibility to just check out other washers and dryers versus just, just two at Jasmine and Sweet Ting's door. But even then, like, come pick up your damn laundry. So, shall we move into the DMs? Let's move into the DMs. All right. So, you guys probably already know from our uh, first impressions, like, how we met each other episode. Winnie and I met each other because Winnie slid into them DMs and we became really good friends. But that isn't our first or last experience with people sliding into the DMs. Yeah. So, one time, someone slid into my DMs and this person, I, like, did not know who this person was for some context it was a male and it was like something along the lines of like hey beautiful like um want to chat or something like that and I was like kind of freaked or not freaked out but just kind of like who is this right and so I just didn't open it and I just like left it because this was during break and after break Winnie and I were eating at the DC or like break as in winter break and after winter break uh Winnie and I were eating at the DC and I was like oh like Winnie someone like slid into my DMs and she's like me too I was like, is it like by any chance like this person? And I showed her like the message and she's like, bruh, the exact same person DM'd me with like almost the same punchline. This person, so desperate. Like even his bio literally says single on it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I was just like, all the red flags, they're like going up like crazy. And we have no mutual following yeah. either. So we don't even know how he found both of us. We had like yeah. a feeling that he probably just went through a college Instagram page and just like looked through every single girl's profile that he thought was like cute and then just like DM'd every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm flattered, but I'm not no, going to <laughs> No, thank you. No, thank you. And like that wasn't our 
only experience where we got the exact same dm because um not too long ago like a couple weeks ago we both got a linkedin um connection request by the same person Mm -hmm. and this person sent us the exact same message to both of us and it's like hi how's your day how are you like doing i hope your family's doing Mm -hmm. well and then and then jasmine like asked me about it i'm like bruh this girl she looks like she's trying to lure you into an mlm scam and an mlm scam is basically um multi-level marketing and it's basically a fancy word for pyramid scheme so i was like dude she probably like will talk to you about like network marketing and like how you'll be part of like a mentorship like stuff like that and then like jasmine actually like messaged her back because the girl messaged jasmine first literally when i told jasmine all that she started messaging jasmine in that exact same like pattern that i Uh told her i shut it down nicely i was like i'm not interested thank you and then when he's like i'm not even gonna respond i was like yeah (laughs) It's because I didn't get her message until a lot later because I was at work that day. And then later that um, night, I went and got the message. It was the exact same message that Jasmine like got initially, word for word, but like with our names changed, right? Yeah. And I was like, I'll just open it and then close it. <laughs> no use wasting my energy there. I personally also got some more unsolicited DMs in Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I remember the beginning of fall quarter this is a random old white male that looks like he was in his like 40s 50s maybe even 60s and he messaged me right he said something along the lines like hey baby girl like would you want to be my sugar baby i'm looking for a sugar baby i'm like excuse me wait (laughs) i was like in disbelief because i'm like how do you even find my my instagram at that point, I still wasn't very comfortable with the idea of using social media because I like to keep my life very private. So my um, profile pic wasn't even of me, just me. It was mm-hmm. me and my roommates. Because back in the day, I used to like to have my profile pic with multiple people in it mm-hmm. because I don't want them to be able to figure out whose actual account this belongs to. Yeah, I get but that. then. Yeah, but now I got more comfortable with just having me on there. But I was like, how does he even know, like, who's who in, like, just based mm-hmm. off that profile pic, right? So, you know, I was, like, I was, like, curious, right? But I wasn't actually going to do it. I was, you know, it's just like that, like, that TikTok. So, like, I'm just thinking about it. I'm just thinking <laughs> about it. So, I, like, messaged him back and asked, like, oh, like, what exactly do you want, right? And he's, like, oh, I want companionship, someone to talk to and whatever, right? But then I opened it and I didn't reply to him because I was busy and I had class. And then later, like afterwards he got mad. He was like, you didn't reply. And I'm like, bruh, sorry, I had class. Mm -hmm. So then I asked him, I was like, for clarification, I was like, okay, just to get the record straight, just to see how this is gonna work is all you want is someone to talk to and then you'll pay me right like how do i know this is legit and i was like can you venmo me five dollars and i like changed my venmo username to my instagram handle that way um he won't get any more information on who i am based on my venmo and i'm like venmo me five dollars so i know this is legit right and then he's like sorry i don't rush payment and then when he said that I was like you know that's a scam you don't got money bye-bye <laughs> I'm surprised you even, like, had a conversation with him. Like, I feel like, for me, I would just probably, like, block him. I mean, like, I'm just thinking about it. Like, think about it. <laughs> just thinking about it. I mean, there was money involved. So I'm like, 
maybe. And then there was another time that I got like a Venmo friend request from some random dude. I had no idea who he was, right? But I clicked on his profile and like in his like previous messages, he says, first people to like text this number gets this amount of money. And then mm-hmm. I actually saw a bunch of like girls comment on that. That was like, is this real? Is this legit? And it was actually like real and legit, right? But I was like, so in order for me to like contact you because i can't really like text you on venmo right i had to like text you through your number and i don't want him to have access to my number mm-hmm. so i'm like you know, this is the end of the line of my sugar daddy adventures so wait but like dang that was very thought out of a plan to like get their number in like a indirect way yeah i mean still kind of creepy but i guess props to him for that idea but like the fact that he found me on venmo is like scary because my venmo is private so you know how oh, yeah. for venmo when you uh pay someone back it shows up on like a friends list so you can see all your friends who like they pay back and like what they pay back for but i privated mine so others can't even see like my transactions i'm like how did you even find yeah, my venmo real. I felt like he just, like, typed in the, like, Googled names, and he just, like, went down the alphabet. <laughs> Maybe. You're, like, a W, so that's, like, way down the alphabet. Yeah. That's commitment right there. So I've kind of almost gotten a sugar daddy touch. And also, I remember um, Grace talked to me, like, a couple weeks ago about how she encountered her first sugar daddy experience, too, down in the DMs on mm-hmm. Instagram. And I'm like welcome to the club sister (laughs) dude it's like a lot more common than i realized like especially in college like a lot of students are getting these like weird text messages like out of the blue it's because they're like oh you're 18 you're of age that's um that's free real estate i can hit you up now could because it's legal right and also because they know you're in college you're desperate you're broke you You need need the money money. yeah Yeah. (sighs) still makes me uncomfortable just to like kind of think about it it's just kind of like yeah like i mean nothing against like if you're if you have one or whatnot it's just kind of like yeah like these people find you like yeah that's just kind of where i'm a little bit like scared i mean like if you have a sugar daddy like sis get the head get the bread then leave peace out But, like, kind of to, like, um, segue from that, how, like, they're like, oh, you're an adult now. That's free real estate. Mm-hmm. Girl, what do I got a story time? Oh. So, as I mentioned in this episode and in um, my f- previous posts on Instagram, one of the member posts, I talked about how I play guitar. And I've been playing guitar since I was in seventh grade. So, um, but I didn't. And my first guitar teacher was different. So I got a new one in eighth grade because the old one left. So I've known this guitar teacher since eighth grade. When I was in like senior year of high school, he started asking a lot of um, weird unsolicited questions. Like he would ask very um, inappropriate questions for uh, during lessons. He would ask stuff like, do you have a boyfriend? What's your type? would you dye your hair do you go to raves like basically questioning me like how much of an abg 
I am, which I am the furthest thing. From. But he would always like, like question all that, right? And he would try to convince me. He's like, you should join a sorority when you go to college and all that stuff, right? And I'm like, you know, that's not really my vibe, not really my style, right? But then like once I was near the end of all my lessons, he asked like, oh, do you like to drink boba? I'm like, what kind of Asian that lives in California doesn't like drink boba? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I do like and he was like, you want to go hang out and, like, get boba, like, right before you go to college. So, like, after all our, like, lessons end. And I was like, oh, sure. Because, like, in my mind, I thought it was just, like, a casual mentorship hangout. Like, teacher to student type of hangout. Mm-hmm. Because I've had those types of hangouts with my mentors before from my program. So, it was, like, very professional, right? Or so I thought. A couple of days before the hangout, he texted me and asked me, what is my availability? I told him initially, I'm free whenever. Just like, let me know when you're free. And just like before this day, because I'm moving to college then, right? He asked me initially to hang out Saturday evening. But you know, having Asian parents, I said, no, no. And also we have a lady curfew, so we can't be out past like 6 p.m. Um, When he asked about Saturday initially, he was like, oh, I could come like drive you. And I was like, um, no, thank you. I don't want to get in your car. So mm-hmm. we opt for the following Monday instead. And I told him how I have work early in that morning. So can we do lunch? Because I'm probably going to be hungry after work. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure. And he was like, oh, I could come pick you up if you need to. I'm like, mm, no, thank you, sir. I don't want to get in a car with you. But then later on, my boss told me how I don't have to come in that day. So we st- still ended up having the plan of lunch and boba. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit, now I got to like endure a longer hangout than what was expected. So I bust to the mall where we were going to hang out, which is another reason why your girl don't like malls. So I didn't drive there because my family's car was in like maintenance. So my only form of transportation was busing there. And I got there on time, even though the bus was delayed multiple times. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, I texted him. I was like, I'm just going to go walk around the mall for a bit until you get here. Also, because I didn't want to be the first one there waiting for him because it's kind of awkward. So I'm just going to like, you know, avoid this situation as long as I can. And then later on, he texted me and said he's here and he's like waiting in line for the udon place that we were going to eat at. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, he saw me and it was the first time he saw me after I dyed my hair so I looked kind of different right and then when he saw me with dyed hair he kept complimenting me he was like oh my god you look so good like you look really good like I'm like thanks but like he kept going on with the compliments and then I made a joke and I was like I'll be looking like an ABG for a real hot minute right and he was like I wasn't gonna say anything but you kind of do. And then he started going on again about like trying to ask like how much of an ABG I'm going to be when I go to college. He's like, you should join a sorority. You should go to raise, blah, blah, blah. Dude, that's not my style. But we were waiting in line for Udon. So how this place works is it's like a train assembly line type of thing where you walk through a line to like get your food and then you pay at the end right i purposely stood in front of him because i had a feeling he might offer to pay so i stood in front right and then by the time we almost reached the cashier i already had my card out Mm. and i was ready to pay and then the lady asked will this be all and i said yes and he butt in and then he was like 
um, actually, can that be for the both of us? And I was like, oh, no, no, you don't have to pay. And he was like, fuck off. I asked you out on this date, so I am paying. And oh, my like, gosh. So I was aggressive. I was like, what? Date? What do you mean date? <laughs> Mind you, I've known this guy since I was in eighth grade. And he is like five, six years older than me. So we got our food and then we sat in like the outside seating and we just ate there. And then um, I was just like talking to him about like um, events that happened to me in high school. And halfway through the story, I saw one of my friends walk by and I was like, wait, I think I see my friend, right? So I told him I'm going to go talk to my friend. And like when I said I zoomed, I fucking zoomed. I like ran to my friend and there's like a fence around the outside eating tables and I like scaled. I like jumped over that shit. I like Spider-Man that shit. I like jumped over to go talk to my friend. And I like talked to her for like a good 15 minutes. And I told her how like I'm hanging out with my guitar teacher. And then she's like, oh, would it be fine if I like sit with you guys and hang out with you guys while I like do homework? And in my mind, I was like, yes, yes, please, because it's so awkward. I need you to be there for me, right? But then she told me that she had to do homework. So I was like, oh, man, you probably should like go somewhere else to do homework because I don't want to distract you. Mm-hmm. So then I went back to the lunch and he actually got mad at me. He was like, oh, it wasn't like we weren't just talking or anything. He just like left me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you getting mad for? You're not my boyfriend or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally told you that I'm going to go talk to my friend because I see her. After I finished telling my story, he asked me something. He was like, okay, I got to confess. Like, was there a time like during one of our lessons that you felt something was off about me? And I was like, um, I don't know. Like, not that I know of, right? And then he was like, oh, okay, good. Because this one time I was so high off of drugs that i was like just out of the loop and then oh he God. just told me how like the day before him and one of his other co-workers went to one of their students recitals and then they were like you know it'd be really fun if we get really high so they went there really high and they were like they were so gone that the next day when they came into work they were still gone oh so God. he was basically just telling me yeah don't be like me don't do drugs and i'm like Bruh, I wasn't planning on. <laughs> I don't need to know this. We ended lunch there and he said he had to go to the bathroom, right? So when he was at the bathroom, I texted my best friend because the day before, we like set up a plan of action to get me the fuck out of there in case anything happens. I texted her, I'm like, bruh, get ready. I might need to, you to like get me the fuck out of there. And then once he came back out of the bathroom, he was like, okay, let's go get boba. And I was like, oh shit, I forgot <laughs> we were going to get boba. And then he kept like suggesting to go to all these like boba places that were outside of the mall. So meaning we have to drive there and I refuse to get into the car with him, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, let's just, let's just get the boba at the boba place inside the mall Mm -hmm. even though it's not really that good so i'm like let's just get here right i paid for that boba because he paid for my meal and i'm like i'm not about to be in debt to him because sir this is not a date okay Mm -hmm. that's not a date while we were walking like around the mall he kind of sensed that i didn't want to be there because i was like i was like yeah i fucking hate this mall i don't like running into people i know at this mall and it happened in september so all those high school students we're already back in school and there's a high school that's really close to that mall around the time that we were there it was like 3 p.m and that's when they all get out of school yeah so in come the rush of high schoolers and i'm like you know i don't want to be here and he's like okay let's go somewhere else and they had a feeling that he was gonna like you know try to get me in his car and drive somewhere else and i was like you know 
let's go to Target mm-hmm. because there's like a there's a Target in the mall. I was like, let's go to Target. Let me go in and see if I need to buy any last minute school supplies as like my excuse, right? Mm-hmm. When we walked in Target, I started to like slowly grail behind him. So I can text my best friend the code words. I texted her code red. And then immediately when she got that text, she called me and I started answering the phone. I started talking to her in Cantonese. Oh, yeah. And we had like a whole like fake scenario where she was pretending to be my aunt. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me how like, yo, I got to like leave for work soon. And um, your baby cousin is asleep and no one's home to take care of her. Can you like come over to babysit? Right? Mm-hmm. And the good thing is my guitar teacher is Filipino. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't understand Chinese. So I was like, yeah, sorry, I gotta, I gotta go. And he was like, oh, really? He's like, do you need me to drive you there? I'm like, no, it's, it's okay. They live really close. I'm just going to bus there. <laughs> so I started walking away. And then he was like, wait, I got something for you in my car. I got a gift for you. And I was like, oh, shit. So this is the reason why he kept wanting me to get to his uh, car because he hasn't yeah. been there. Yeah, so then I walked with him to his car. Um, He got the gift out of his trunk and he told me how it's something that's going to be useful for college. And then I took it and I was like, okay, thank you. I started walking away, right? And he stopped me again. He's like, wait, let me follow you on Instagram. And I was Aww. like, oh, hell no. I was like, nope, 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 nope. That's weird because you're my teacher. I don't want you following me uh-huh. on Instagram, right? And then he was like, but I want to see all your adventures in Davis. I'm like, but you just want to see me partying at Davis and like, and share, right? So I was like, no, nah, that's weird. And he just, I'm like, no, nah, that's fine. I was just like, I'll still send you pictures and send you videos. And that's how I convinced him to not follow my Instagram. Mm. But I never sent him anything because I blocked him afterwards. And once I got home, that's when I opened the gift. There were three things in there. Two was normal. One was not. There was a notebook and a pencil, right? Like a mechanical pencil. But the third thing was his senior portrait. And it had a little note on the back. And the note was so weird because it's, it said something along the lines of like, Winnie, I'm so glad that I had the pleasure of being your teacher. I watched you grow up that all these years into a beautiful and smart, intelligent woman. And I'm like, what? Wait, do you <laughs> still have it? Like, I threw it away because it was cursed. Oh my but God. I probably have a, a picture of the note somewhere on my phone. Mm. I'm like, oh gross so after that never spoke to him again dang that's a very crazy story this happened like right before college started and it happened at that mall and then the story that i told last episode Uh about um the guy that i met off tinder that turned out to be an underwear thief also happened at that same mall at the same udon place so like (laughs) oh wait for real exact same place right oh my so that's why a future boyfriend whoever you are please do not take me to that mall or any malls in general and please do not take me to that udon place because i'm scarred for life <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> and also please don't slide into my dms slide into winnie's dms don't slide into <laughs> like if you're gonna slide into her dms you should like lure her in with some big nuggets like i think that's the way to her heart <laughs> Or pay me straight up. Don't be like that sugar daddy. That's like, I don't rush payment. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I think that wraps up our episode. Um, This episode was all all over the place with our crazy story times from 
when we're in middle school and high school and orchestra all the way to like our college experiences and like you know just little stories of us being slid into the dms and uh winnie's interesting guitar story that hopefully never happens anything remotely similar again and to all those future people that want to slide into winnie's dms definitely don't go to that mall or that unon place <laughs> and hey, don't even slide into my dms don't <laughs> do it people actually slide into my dms after these episodes i'm gonna blame y'all for it no 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 not blame thank us <laughs> anyways thanks for tuning in to board of being average um don't forget to follow us on instagram and twitter for um, any updates it's at podcast underscore boba and our facebook page is boba podcast and new episodes every monday and don't forget to be outstanding and be awesome thanks guys see you next week <laughs>